Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here, back with Professor Drake. Thank you guys for tuning in. I want to talk about a couple of things in today's show. But also, before I get into it, I just want to make a brief announcement. We will not have some episodes in the week of the 20th to the 27th, as I'll be out of town in Vancouver. Professor Drake can take the week off. I know we do this grind three to five times a week. Try to come at you guys every single weekday. But, you know, schedules get crazy and everything. So just a heads up, guys, uh, from the 20th to the 27th, Uh, There probably won't be any new episodes in that week, so we will be taking the week off, but we will be back at the end of August and resume the show accordingly. That's just one big announcement. You know, I uh, kind of, yeah, just need to go take care of some some stuff. So don't have the infrastructure in place where I'm going when it comes to making podcasts. And we could make this in advance, but we try to do it a day of or the morning of the the day of the show it gets released so thank you guys for continuing to tune in really 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 appreciate your support um but yeah in today's episode i want to talk a little bit about conservatism again you know as it stands and uh we talked a little bit about anti-fascism we talked about progressivism and death culture and all that i want to bring it back to progressive cities and i want to talk about you know the amazing job that scott pressler was doing to clean up baltimore that's one of the things that has been uh, on my newsfeed. And I know Scott personally, so he's a great guy. He's on this uh, mission to get a lot of people to register to vote and to know why they're voting. So I think what Scott does is awesome. Uh, this guy is a trooper. I don't think he gets any sleep. It's pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, he led a foray of a bunch of people to clean up the city of Baltimore. So yeah, my hat's off to you, Scott, if you're listening to this. Uh, yeah. Good stuff, dude. But, you know, that's that's the deal. Let's talk a little bit more so about that. What are your thoughts on the whole Baltimore cleanup? Scott Pressler, the persistence. He's, he's, he's great. Yeah. yeah, well, see, when I – because I don't know Scott, obviously. I don't know anybody. <laughs> I know no one, and I will never know anybody. Uh, they call I'm, him a right-wing extremist, but, I mean, gosh. Typical. Well, they call him an anti-Muslim person. Right. In theory, he should be because he is a gay man. And if you're a gay man, it makes no sense to be either a Jew or a Muslim because or take any stance that is going to be pro Muslim or pro even Jewish. Why? Because they will kill you. If you go to Israel and you're gay, as we talked about, I think the last episode, we seen Bruno being chased down by a whole bunch of uh, God, uh, Hasidic, Hasidic Jews, you know, <laughs> that were going to kill him, and uh, and he was so scared he actually broke character, which is amazing to do because Sasha Baron Cohen's very good, and it's the same thing if you're a Muslim and you're gay. Come on, we all know they throw you off the rooftop. So <laughs> yeah. For him to be considered anti-Muslim, I think they're taking it out of context. I sure. think, uh, like I've never spoken to him, I don't know, but for any gay person, how can you stand for, or even if you're a woman, mm-hmm. if you're a woman and you're a feminist, how can you be pro-Muslim? That's, when that, that's the questions gay? I've always asked. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so, but the one thing I will say, <laughs> I was very impressed with uh what this dude was doing i forgot his name already scott, scott. Pressler. yeah that's <laughs> great but the reason why i'm impressed because that is what christians should do you know what i mean it's like you know they hear something and then they feel moved to do it 
You know what I mean? And, and it's not something political. It's not something, uh, but it's, it's, it is, it's, it's just what you should do. Like you just go out there, you hit the streets, you, you do what, like what this guy did. I mean, he did the cleanup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he intended it to be this because dude, they cleaned up 12 tons of trash. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> no, but, and the funny thing is like what people don't realize that in Baltimore, people literally drive in from all over like the surrounding areas and dump their trash in Baltimore. Why? Mm -hmm. Because it's cheaper. Come on. You know, this is like, like in the Bay, if you go to the dump, you know, they charge you 85 bucks to throw away your trash in the dump. Yeah. That's BS. Why is it that expensive? Well, you know, it's, it's already publicly funded. Mm-hmm. and all that other stuff so it makes no sense so you know when governments do this you know it's like kind of like charging for the bus we already paid for the bus the taxes you know transportation taxes pay for the operations and everything else so why is public transportation not free seriously how come right. it's not free if we already paid for it and continue to pay for it through gas tax and transportation taxes and everything else. Well, because there is a fraud happening. Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars are being misused or just straight up stolen. Everybody knows this. So that's why, like, you know, you know, so people really have to understand why is Baltimore a mess? Why are ghettos a mess? Mm-hmm. Well, because it's easy to dump. Uh, like, seriously, there was a boat found they found a boat <laughs> in that cleanup yeah who in baltimore has a boat <laughs> no seriously who in yeah. baltimore in that neighborhood what ghetto ass dude has a boat or even a functional toilet because you know everybody knows those places are empty mm-hmm. and they don't have running water so they don't have a toilet but the point is a lot of construction dudes, they do construction. They just dump it out. They do 12 tons of trash. I believe it. It's insane. And I'm thinking, my God, this dude, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is like this. I know this dude is gay. And, but what he did was done out of Christian philosophies. And because and, 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 and what I want to talk about really goes into about self-loving. And things like this, because I don't want to turn this into like a, a gay bashing thing or anything else like that. Yeah. But the thing is like this, this is how Christianity works. Because it's and th- slow. And that's, like- that's why I, I, I respect people like Scott. I, you know, you can look beyond that, right? Homosexuality is a sin. You know, I will say that flat out plain and simple, but people can use, you know, God can use people in all different ways when it comes to their acts. And mm-hmm. and I, I really respect what he does. He's one of the few people that truly walks the talk, like actually goes out and like he does, he, he does it, you know, he's a better example of a conservative than I am on the surf. You know what I mean? When, when it comes to going out and helping people and everything, this guy is the people that we need to be celebrating in that regard. But, well, but, but here's my point because, um, because I was watching that that pastor guy you sent me, I forgot what his name was already. Oh, Anderson. Stephen Anderson. Yeah, he's uh... Stephen Anderson. Okay, yeah. So I was watching him because we spoke about this, but I still don't think anyone could break it down why MLK Jr. is a fraud better right. than what we can do. <laughs> well, he did, he does a pretty good job. I like so Stephen Anderson is polarizing. A lot of Christians don't even like him and everything, but he, without a doubt, in my opinion. He's a pretty big. I mean, he's out in Tempe. I've gone. I've attended his church a couple of times. He's pretty. He's he's awesome. He's got. You you know how good a church is by how strong their their followers are. Not not how what the pastor is and what he claims. But I was talking to the people at Faithful Word Baptist Church in Tempe, and dude, these guys are like solid, biblically heavy. They know the word inside and out, and that's that's the fruit. That's the fruit of, you know, a tr- a good tree that bears good fruit. It's like, dude, his members, they're out soul winning. They're knocking on doors, like, you know, giving the gospel to people. I went one day, you know, when I had time and obviously need to do more of that as a Christian, but dude, like, that's what it's all about. You take it to the streets. Yeah. That's just how it check works. This out. No, let me talk. I'm going to go back and jump to Scott. 
and, and even though, you know, but here's the thing. I believe from just self-experience, Christianity works in mysterious, slow ways. It's just how it works because yeah, I would agree I, with like when I was watching Scott, I don't know anything about him. I was watching his thing. First thing that popped in my head is like, man, that dude sounds gay. You know what I mean? Like he's, you know, excuse my language, but he sounds faggy. He's only feminine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you first look at him, you know, he has that long hair. I'm thinking, oh, look, he got that Jesus look going, you know, like the, the pictured white Jesus, you know, look, even though Jesus probably looks nothing like that in real life. Um, uh, but anyway, I don't want to get into a tangent about what Jesus, like the old pictures of Jesus with the, uh, like the Russians have a lot of icons of Jesus that, that are like, he's straight up black with an Afro. <laughs> right, right. I don't know if you've ever seen those old Russian icons that they worship. Um, and yeah, it's crazy. So, because I remember, like, but anyway, I don't want to get off into tangents. Sure, sure. Um, but anyway, uh, going back to Scott, I when Scott's busy doing his thing, it's hard to have lustful thoughts, like carnal thoughts. It right. just did. You know, because, you know, he's out there because I, I watch his video like he he has no play on YouTube. Like mm -hmm. his videos only get like 300 listeners or views or something like but that. But he's huge on Twitter. This whole Black Facebook. Lives Matter thing. Yeah. He, oh, okay. So he's big on Twitter. He's big on Twitter. Yeah. And Facebook. So so I was watching him on um on his doing some Black Lives Matter thing. And he, he he's actually correct in a lot of things that he's saying. So when he's has his mind occupied with you know serving as you say like doing works right you know it stops him from actually having those carnal thoughts that 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 you know those demons that plague him and that's but see but that's where it gets to the first commandment about loving yourself see because and i'm telling you it's easy to help others because it's a distraction Mm -hmm. It stops you from, you know, self-destruction. Right. So if he's alone or if he's with another dude, he cannot help himself. And that's why, you know, because like, you know, I, like, I don't want to turn, like, I really want to talk about him, not because I want to break him down and make him look like an ass. Mm -hmm. But those are the struggles people have every day. It doesn't matter if you're a Muslim or a Jew sure. gay or you know, some sort of killer. It doesn't matter. It's, it's like all those guys that like UFC, it's a real struggle. They lust for that violence. And that's something like I'm telling you, it is very hard to work on yourself. It's, it, it, it's, it's, and that's what acts are. So even though he's doing all these great things and we can respect him for what he does, but it means nothing because his internal demons eat him up every day. And I'm, I guarantee you, nobody wants to have these types of thoughts. And that's the thing. What is the solution for that? Because, like, when I look at a lot of these pastors and all this other stuff, what are they going to do? Like, how do they help and reach somebody like that? How do they reach somebody like me? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just how it works. It's well, like, that's the way you do it. You go out and, and actually help in the community. See, but it wasn't like, you know, like for me, it wasn't, okay, so I'm going to go with this one pastor guy, the one from, from uh, Arizona, Tempe. Mm -hmm. His biggest mistake he made right off the bat was he automatically said he's judging MLK Jr. And because, uh, you know, he quoted him, he said, look, you know, we shouldn't, you know, judge a man based on the color of his skin, but we should judge him on the uh, basis content of his of character. character. Content yeah. of his character. Right. See, but that whole statement is false. You shouldn't be judging anybody. And then the pastor fell into that trap. Well, no, no, no. Content of his character. I don't think he was judging him off the bat. He was looking at no, his no, no, actions. You don't judge a person based on their character either. You don't. Our job is not to judge. 
Our job is not to judge a person's character. Our job is not to judge anybody for any reason. We are supposed to just use our common sense. Like, I don't know, uh, discernment's a good word. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. And, and I actually want to dive into that because here's the thing, right? Because I think that you, you, where you're coming from is absolutely right. But just to give you a bit of a context, because I, I agree with what you're saying. We shouldn't judge people. But guess what? I'm going to continue to judge people implicitly. Now, maybe not say it explicitly, but here's the thing, right? Like it, 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 dating is a good example. Yeah. Because it's just, it's kind of on the surface, but I'll tell you this. If a girl tells me she is having an affair with a married man and there's nothing serious and everything, and she's looking for someone who's serious and wants to have kids and get married, but she has that history, I'm judging. I'm judging no, no, hard no. and I'm making decisions based off of that. Well, see, actions. Yeah. No, no, no. See, but but the thing is, it's wrong to judge. So we don't judge her, but we don't f her. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and it's it's. it's but you, but we are being judgmental internally because you're you're no, judging is like. But we're not being judgmental internally. See, that's the thing. We aren't. See, we gotta. It goes back to the whole abortion thing. It's not an abortion. It's killing. It's not Judeo Christianity. It's Christianity. It's Jewish yeah. faith. It's being just Judaism. It's not Christianity. And that's the thing. When we judge, see, a fact is a fact. Like, that's why I'm really going to try to prove the fact that a virgin could have a child. Oh, gosh, you're breaking up. Say that I again. I just haven't you, proved it yet. You but broke it will up be a right fact. there. Say that again. <laughs> Say that what you oh, said about shoot. it. Okay, so there is a fact that the virgin had a baby. That's a fact. You believe that? You believe that 100%? Yeah. Oh, I know it. Oh, nice. I, no, it's not because of faith. It's also because it's a fact. I can prove that fact. So is it a good fact or a bad fact? It's neither. It's just a fact. What we do with facts determines our character. And that's why we don't judge it. That girl who has an affair, why would I not want to date her? Well, because the fact is she had an affair. Right. And she struggles with that. So are you saying wanna... that when people say don't judge me, it's basically an excuse to be able to get away with their actions? Because that's the yeah, first because... thing that comes out of their mouth is don't judge me, even though I've had, you know, five baby daddies. It's like, <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with you. Well, see, arms that, distance yeah but see but that's the thing but again uh my thing is like this because people can change i'm attempting to change you're repenting <laughs> I, mean, I love it well i mean but the thing is because it's hard to get that violence out of you that's my biggest yeah, problem the, the spirit of god's working in you so so but here's the thing a lot of people in theory would stay away from me because of my past and even though i've have not i have i have an like my past is more extreme like my past is on the same level of like that dude from nwa uh mc yella that yeah. dude, you know he was an mw uh nwa then he got into porn and just you know he was like he was making porn for like 15 years after nwa you know, right. making money. He's a multimillionaire making porn. So my debauchery is at his level, you know, with violence, sex, da, 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 da. So my thing is like this, in theory, based on what you said, you would also stay away from me because I've done the exact same things, having affairs, getting money for sex, whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. in theory, we shouldn't be friends because, hey, look, arms length away because of my past. We can't judge people on their past or even what they do. So like with Scott, how do we get a guy like that to stop lusting for other men? Or even if he's with women, how to get those women to stop playing in his butt? How do we do it? And the thing is, we do it by teaching him about the first commandment Jesus told us to do. Love God as you love yourself. Yeah, but a lot of people will say, well, I do love myself. and I Yeah, but they don't. If they did, they wouldn't be. No, seriously. If they love themselves, they would never go against the facts. 
They wouldn't. The fact is, planting your butt can kill you, literally. Painful, slow, factual, medical, factual death. <laughs> so how can you love yourself and kill yourself? Well, Through they, some they, very they, gross... So, they, so it's denial then. It's, it's not wanting well, to Exactly. Just because a dude says, oh, I love my... No, so, you don't. I, I Your think actions tell me you don't love yourself. Sure, sure. So you're, you're, and this is the nice way to tie it back to MLK because I think that that's where the wool is pulled. People don't quite understand that. Like what Steven Anderson nails on the head, which is what you and I would say all day, is that, well, the truth of the matter is <laughs> affairs, yeah. adulteries, and maybe even dealing with prostitutes and gay men. And other men, right? No, no seriously. Uh, uh, what's that guy? Bernard Ruskin was it? openly gay dude and he, that was his travel buddy you know and, and drugs and alcohol like we all know mlk jr was a drunk yeah so being a drunk and, and that already in dude, itself yeah. opens the door to other things and that's yeah. why pastors are always like don't even do it because it's not that doing it is wrong it's, it's gonna lead you down a bad path <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, no, there, but there's truth to that there's truth to that because you're here's the thing alcohol is a in itself a depressant and it's an inebriator now think about that word for a second it inebriates you which means you can't make decisions you're slower you can't think as clearly and then when people make mistakes as a result of alcohol obviously you know they do it because of their actions but they're also they're also inebriated so i can see why you know baptists and pastors would say don't even drink like don't even do it because yeah drinking is not bad but you know what I mean. It's just like <laughs> no, but I'll tell. I'm I'm not drunk yet, but I might be if you keep me. You know what I mean? And then no, but I'll tell you straight up. I never drank did drugs because I knew that was how I took advantage of everybody else. Yeah. Seriously, when everybody's drunk, I mean, look, I never lost a fight in my life. Why? Because everybody was drunk or high on drugs. It's that simple. I'm not a good fighter. I just beat up a bunch of dudes three times my size because they were drunk as, you know, they were just drunk. And I just took advantage and beat the crap out of them that hopefully they learned a lesson. Same thing with women. Back in the day, everybody was drunk. And that's just how it works. And why? Because it's what I wanted. And it's easy. Once you get a woman, it's easy to manipulate them for financial gain. It's just how it works. I needed a place to live, stay, whatever, free food. And that's how you do it. You do it through alcohol because a lot of these people are too, I mean, like in the ghetto, they don't have an education to understand why they should help people. So, but if you get them drunk, they're stupid. So they just go with the flow, as they say. And that flow is very evil and is very, you know, it, look, it's self-destructive. It leads you down a path of self-destructive. So, you know, that's why that first commandment, I always say first amendment, but the first commandment is so vital. It's like people have to really understand what that is and why we can't judge. And I bet you money that guy, Scott, feels he's been judged everywhere. But he has enough common sense to now become a conservative, do the walk away, kind of like the other guy, Brandon, whatever. But the thing is like this, because like when I look at Milo Yiannopoulos, I see a guy like me, but the gay version of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's just, uh, just filled with debauchery, whatever, because that's what gay dudes do. They just, you know... Yeah, but let's talk more. No, I mean, let's talk more about the the whole conservative aspect and the 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 aspect of of MLK because I think that that ties in very well with actions and judging and all that. Well, see, that's, but that's the thing we base Martin Luther King on anecdotes, right? And he's like this great man who pioneered the civil rights movement. And I mean, we talked about this months ago when you were like MLK is a fraud. No, but and he didn't pioneer the. Uh, the uh the civil rights movement he didn't mm -hmm. they they wrote that in 1957 they had the brown versus the board of education ruling in the 50s uh, as well 55 54 i forgot the exact date sure but you know what i mean so he had nothing to do with that he capitalized on it that's the thing he came in there 
and just capitalized on something that was already there and he destroyed it. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. That's what those laws did. And, uh, and, it, and it goes back to why? Because he was preaching to everybody, judge, judge, judge. And when everybody had that mentality of judging, which is what progressives want you to do, because think about this. What makes progressives so powerful? Well, they have the ability to judge. And they think they convinced everybody that their judgment is the way to go. What? We're animals. But we are the superior animals because we are better than everybody. We are we have a need to control this and control that because our judgments are better mm-hmm. than your judgment. So we have to judge for you. <laughs> but right. that's what they, they convinced everybody of that. They convinced everybody that we come from monkeys. They convinced, you know, very smart people of that. And obviously the dumb people, but it, it's more impressive to, uh, uh, you know, imp- um, convince uh a smart guy of that because mm-hmm. a science will never back it. It just, come on. They're, they're like chasing the unicorn. Science has yet to prove a gay gene because it doesn't exist. Science has yet to prove that we've come from monkeys because it doesn't exist. But science will prove that, you know, what happened to the Virgin Mary is possible. Of course it's possible. And, and in, in fact, it's gr- you know, trust me, that hoverboard that's coming up pretty soon, a real hoverboard like seen on Back to the Future, flying cars, mm-hmm. that's going to be a real thing sooner than later. Why? Because of that, uh, the whole story about the Virgin Mary and all this other stuff, the same type of forces that can make that possible will make hoverboards possible. People are like, oh, 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 oh. no, but just trust me on this. It, it's it, it involves like, the heat that from from mercury and all this other stuff it creates all these things remember when we were talking about that before like mm-hmm. extreme heats like god god has like that's why he was in the form of flaming bush because that's the key that the amount of heat that is um required to to change chemicals you know like global warming well yeah you know uh co2 is liquid um when it's solid, it's, it's that, you know, dry ice. And when it melts, those are extremely low temperatures. So if we don't understand, you know, just the basics, well, not the basics, but a little bit more advanced fundamental um, of physics and things like that. But anyway, we got to get into biophysics one day. <laughs> but anyway, so long story short, these are all facts. These are all facts that tells us that that birth is true that Moses went up there and came back an old man. All that is true. That's what the science tells us. But science doesn't say anything but the progressives believe is true, like the whole globe, man-made global warming. Because, oh, man, like, oh, this is what I hate. Like, you know, we talked about this. We're going to get the funding soon. But this guy was telling me some ridiculous stuff, like, Oh, we're pumping the groundwater from the earth and we can't replace it. So that the ground is sinking like 40, 50 feet. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I said, look, you know, but I, cause I don't want to offend him because look, I'm, I'm taking his money, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking, dude, that's not how science works. That's not how the earth works. The land is sinking for a lot of reasons, but it's not because we're taking the groundwater out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's always hilarious to actually hear that. It's not because you're draining it of the aquifers that exist underneath. Yeah, it's insane. Those yeah. ca- I said, have you ever seen the Grand Canyon? It, it, it's it's. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, by pay- the flood. No, no, but but I don't want to call him an idiot, but you know, because I need his money. <laughs> but I did tell him I was like, "Look, dude, a lot of things can cause 
the ground to sink you know liquefaction on the ground if there's water underneath earthquake happens a lot of well, earthquakes happening saying, like, earthquake is a big thing so when we whenever you just say earthquake or volcanic eruption you talk about land masses shifting and temperatures changing we could go on all that but i don't want to i don't want to segue too hard people complain yeah, yeah, that we yeah. segue too much and then it's 15 minutes into a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. what were we talking about okay martin luther king judging people and yeah, care well, but that's the point see now progressive ideology only exists to judge and as christian people we fell into their trap we judge we use the word judging when we really mean to say just discernment of the facts we have to use discernment on the facts that we know to be true sure so like if you watch see like here's the thing like that example of that girl who's dating a married man i wouldn't date her immediately because why because she's dating a married man it takes a person factually just go by the stats it takes about a good 10 years to break bad habits whether you're a smoker whether mm -hmm. you're into anal or porn or whether you're into dating married men it takes time to stop. And until you stop, you can never love yourself. So you will not date a person who doesn't love themselves because if they don't love themselves, they cannot love God. This is how it works. So that's why I'm working on trying to love myself, you know, because why? Because I want to be open to loving God. But if I can't love myself, how can I love God? How can I know? I mean, I'm smart. That's why I know Jesus is the real son of God. How come I know? Because I'm smart. But being smart <laughs> yeah, you tell people that and they're just like, come on, man. Where's the proof of that? Where's all the... Dude, I could just bust out some formulas and, and do this and do... Dude, I could do almost anything. It's insane. But I have that ability. Why? Because for some reason, my genetics are good and, and I got lucky. <laughs> oh. spoken like a true <laughs> no but it's not being arrogant it's just a fact yeah. and so and that's why like you know my theories are so out there because i'm open to other possibilities that because man i'm telling you now like when people really read the bible and understand it dude you know it's like it's like the answer to every single bad thing that's ever existed and will exist Dude, I'm not kidding you. That's what that book is. It's an insane book. <laughs> and it has every, dude, nobody has to be starving. Nobody has to be poor. Like seriously, every single person on the planet can eat and eat well. Everybody can have anything because it's all there. But we just got to, one, I mean, because I know the Bible says you got to have faith, but it's more than like, you know, if you had it, some sort of intelligence <laughs> and stopped having fear, you know what I mean, of other people. I don't know why people are scared, but dude, you can have anything you want, anything. Not so much what you just like everything that you need to mm -hmm. live is already there. But if you want more and you're doing it, you know, not to hurt other people based on loving yourself, loving God, and then you love other dude, you can do anything you want. I'm not kidding you, but because we don't believe in the Bible and what's in there as facts, dude, that's why we're in the mess that we're in. Dude, it's insane. But, you know, nobody, nobody seems to care, but everybody falls into these traps. I've, I've seen this, you know, because I know that dude's a pastor, he's a good guy and he says a lot of good things, but because he's judging his whole thing, this kind of like geometry, one little thing, even though it's 99% factual, it's still incorrect because the thing is we cannot judge because that's why I really like that guy, Scott hit a nerve with me because I'm thinking first thing I thought was he was a fag. <laughs> I'm thinking, no, look at this dude sounds all faggy. And I was turned off by what he was doing because he sounded faggy to me. And it's just how it goes because I grew up, you know, violent. And just, you know, like, dude, because fags always try to do bad things to you, from my experience. So I just want to kill them all the time. Why? Because that's just, you know, come on. You always got to watch your back when you're around a gay dude. But not because 
of any. It's just personal experience. So I grew up hating gay people. Not hate, like, because I have so many gay friends. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I think we've gotten to a point in this show where you made that very, very clear. So. Yeah, so I always had to watch my back because not that, that like, to give it a, a good, like, but here's the thing. Gay people, from my experience, are all about self-preservation. So, dude, like, they're, like, the worst people to hold a secret or, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, like, there's this thing about, uh, the one thing I'll say, I don't know if it's good or bad, but on the streets, nobody ever snitches. The snitch will always be a gay dude. It's just how it works. And I, I don't know why, but... It's just what they do. Whenever they get caught in a pinch, oh, and they're the first ones to turn you in, which is fine. You know what I mean? Because if you did something wrong, whatever, you know, self-preservation. But, and I think that's where it gets. It's not like I hate gays because they're doing anal. I hate gays because they're the first ones to snitch you out. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But that's my point. My point is this. When people start judging you you're you're always going to be screwed and i caught myself doing that look that guy scott was doing a great thing but right away first thing i was like dude that dude sounds like a fag that was me judging him for no reason right and then i was like oh man i can't be doing that so then i was like okay so he is gay but what he's doing is very christian but he doesn't love himself because he's gay. And how do I know he doesn't love himself? I use facts. I use logic. So I, you know, so instead of being repulsed by him or whatever, I liked what he was doing. But at the same time, I'm thinking somebody needs to counsel him. You know what I mean? Like somebody needs to speak to him about being a better person for himself. You know what I mean? Because dude, like, I hate to say things like this because I don't want to predict the future, but based on facts, this kind of guy, these are the dudes that commit suicide 10 years down the road. Because remember how you said the thing about acts don't mean anything, but it's the truth. His actions are not fulfilling him. They're not. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you this with never meeting the guy, never knowing anything. I know without a doubt, based on facts, that this dude will be suicidal within 10 years. Why? Because he's That's right now, he's popular. He's bad thing to say. Yeah, no, you're, but I, no, I no, but that, what do you think happens? This, like, why do you think all those cops? This is part of progressive death culture. Judging leads to suicide death culture because we are hard on ourselves. We judge ourselves harshly. When a cop kills a person on accident, he sees somebody dies. He doesn't understand why he's doing that. So what happens? He judges himself. For 10, 15 years, he has PTSD. Same, what do you think gay sex is? It's traumatic. I guarantee you this. So if we're going to just talk behaviorally, a lot of gay people suffer from PTSD, mm -hmm. from anal sex. Why? Because it's a traumatic experience. It's not like regular vaginal you know, sex, regular sex is kind of boring. It's not traumatic. It's nice. It's loving. But the other stuff outside <laughs> of that, it's traumatic. It's violence. And then you're confused. Trust me, this guy suffers from a, P a form of PTSD, not like the military, but it's still traumatic. They still need to talk about it. They still need help, but they cannot be judged. And that's why, you know, like if anybody is listening, because <laughs> they're like, this dude, turn him off. But seriously, Christian people need to recognize this. Because, you know, I'm honest, man. Like, first thing I saw was he was a fag. I can't counsel him because I know me. I'll slip back and might call him a fag or something. But a real Christian dude who loves himself without judging him needs to be friends with him or counsel him in a way where he could honestly do great things and love himself. Can imagine what he's doing now. He could do 10 times better if he loved himself. And he will say, I do love myself. No, you don't. 
because you do things like if you're like if I see a dude smoking, I know he doesn't love himself because he's smoking. Same thing with, uh, you know, like I'm still trying to decide if drinking alcohol is, you know, because I guess Jesus drank wine. Well, it's not really. I mean, that's debatable. It's not really wine. A lot of people I've heard mixed things where it's like it wasn't really alcohol. Wine then was juice. You know, I, all kinds of stuff, right? Fermented yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't know, but the, the fermented drinks were like a thing back then. Well, no, of course. Of course, they had wine because they had... No, they know, also had Jesus. beer. Yeah, of course they did because <laughs> Jesus was calling out the drunks. So it was just... Oh, really? See, I don't even know this stuff. So, okay, so... Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like saying you've never heard of drunk people in the Bible. There's tons of drunk people in the Bible. No, I knew like that one story in the Old Testament because I'm still in the Old Testament. But dude, there's all kinds of crazy stuff like you know those two wine, wine and and alcohol. Fermented drinks have been around forever. They're not new, you know. The ancient Egyptians were drinking beer by the, you know. (laughs) Okay, so that makes sense. But okay, so anyway, but going back to um, but this is my point: how we judge people needs to stop. The same thing how we have to stop saying abortion, stop saying Judeo-Christian, because these are the things that confuse people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because seriously, everybody's confused about Christianity because they don't know it. They are trusting people who don't see their own mistakes. Now, I know that pastor in Tempe, I don't know, but I know he means well. I know what he's saying is correct. But like I said before, that one thing he said, judging, we don't judge at all. We just point out the facts. And then we say, hey, look, if they love themselves, they wouldn't do this. They wouldn't do that because that's what self-love really looks like. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what AOC said. This is what a bartender looks like. And because she was in that church talking all crazy. <laughs> no, but, what a bar- <laughs> but it's the truth. Christian people, why we're successful throughout history of time? Because we never judged. That's why the Constitution makes it hard to judge a man. Fourth Amendment. Yeah, it makes it extremely difficult. Fourth Amendment, fifth, uh, all of the amendments is designed for us not to judge. And we forget that. We totally forget that in our everyday lives because somehow, some way, we believe that progressive BS that we need to be judging each other. And we're quick to judge one another. But the thing is like this, because I like that. I really like that analogy you brought up about that hoary chick, you know. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's like, look, when a nasty. chick is whoring around. She nasty, nasty, nasty. She's going to be whoring around for quite some time. Because it's just how, you know, because she hates herself. And, you know, self-love is not something that happens overnight. I love myself, but not really. I, yeah. I'm more like uh, it's an arrogance, I guess. I, and that's that's the thing. That's a that's a very interesting thing because I think so often the whole aspect of self love has been conflated with what real love is, which is God's love. That's universal love, but that's where it, the source of it all comes from, right? Talk about yeah. sending your son to die for everybody. I mean, come on, that's that's real love right there. That's that's incomprehensible for a lot of people because you know we're not that but also that's the problem that i have with uh redefining what we believe in that because here's the thing people like it's the reason why people fornicate it's the reason why people revert to porn and that's what i'm trying to get out of my life so heavily because it's not real love you don't and and it's not it's not love at all right so and and the thing is and, and I mean this to the letter, the reason why I'm on this road where I need to get better is because I know what I truly want in life. What I truly want in life is to be able to love and have a partner and have a, like 10 kids and, and, and build something, right? But that can't happen in the best way possible if you're still whacking it to porn if you're still you, you can't because how can you how can you adequately and, and we all know that the, the truth like this is not even just being Bible Christian or whatnot, if you have porn in your life, your relationship is not fulfilled. It's not but, fulfilled. But it leads to vi- like, I don't know if people really believe this, but it's factually true. It leads to violence. It leads to this apathy for other people 
and and it really it builds hate it builds all this crazy stuff that it just it's just a violent violent act it just is and, and people you know we have this death culture for a reason and, and because they've turned everything into a big violent movement whether it's the christian right whether it's the wacky left it's everybody is quick to hate one another and that's the thing like i I like what savage said he goes you know christianity is the he goes every religion is born out of hate Uh except for christianity that's the only one founded on love but every other religion is based on hate and uh except for christianity it's the only one that was born out of love every religion on the planet was born out of some sort of hate and it's amazing but it's true and then but the thing goes yeah but jesus was the son of god like yeah because you know like jesus god was a jealous god and all this other stuff and whatnot but jesus was literally perfect (laughs) seriously he was the perfect guy you know what I mean? He was the, the, like, you know, he was the son of God. Perfect. No flaws. You know, and he knew how to handle every situation. And that's the thing. Because the thing is, it's like, well, yeah, but wasn't he a Jew? It's like, yeah, of course he was a Jew. Because God made them. You know, that's why he made Jesus a Jew. Because he made the Jews. They were the first ones. Yeah, yeah we, we can go into that whole route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot more yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I don't know enough about these the Bible things. But but the thing is like that, I do know that is factual. That um, it's amazing how if we don't understand the first commandment, we'll never ever get rid of what's happening on the streets. We're never happening in this country. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose this country until we understand what that first commandment really looks like as AOC is. And what's it look like? It looks like that guy, Scott. But, you know, the thing is, like, all these people are celebrating him, not knowing the torture and pain he's going through himself. Can you imagine that? Helping all these tons of people and nobody's helping him. <laughs> and this and the funny thing is too because a lot of people go like this oh you're arrogant to think that he needs help oh trust me he needs help that's why he's doing it because a lot of people say well you know you treat people a certain way and they'll treat you back the same way yeah but they're treating him like a celebrity and that's not right because celebrity is just another way of worshiping a, a false idol and that's why mlk became a false idol yeah just like scott is kind of a false idol for a lot of people he's looking for help that's why he's helping because he wants help in return nothing wrong with that but he's looking to love himself that's what he's trying to do and he's doing it the wrong way because he's you know like what you told me about acts you said it good the other day. Like, I forget what you said, but it's something about you don't go to heaven based on your acts. It's based on faith. Faith in Christ alone. That's what it, how it works. And the thing is, that's the first commandment. You got to love yourself. And it takes a lot of work. And that's why I keep applauding you because, dude, yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, you're, you're decades ahead of the game. Because most people, they don't know how to do what you do until they're like in their 50s, 60s you know but yeah i'm telling you it's amazing what you're doing but anyway i know we got to go uh it's time for the uh i guess your phone call but 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 you know share the exciting news with our audience about where the future of the show is headed i always keep saying this but what's your news let's uh yeah well I'll let it from uh, your perspective and- we, we talked about it a little bit so right now we raised all the funds so uh we'll have the funds we just now got to buy the building but the sucky part is the city owns the building that we want. And, you know, so that working with any government really bites. But, uh, yeah, I really want that building. But, you know, I'll do what I have to do. In order well, to tell, do tell the listeners a little bit about what this plan is, because I don't think they've ever heard you talk about the building. Okay, so the plan is this. Uh, and this is why I love nightclubs and everything else. So every nightclub 
has the potential to become an Oprah-like studio where you could do a live studio audience show because you have the sound system, you have seating, you have a stage, you can do anything you want. So that's our plan. Our plan is to get a, a fully functional uh, nightclub restaurant going so we could actually do the show live mm -hmm. every day of the week if we want. And we could actually have a lot of different talk show host it doesn't just have to be us it could be you know because again we're there 24 hours a day seven days a week we have the building it's our building so technically speaking right if you really wanted to you could have all kinds of people come in and do a live show that's the goal <laughs> except for when the nightclub's operating obviously because that's how we can fund everything we could literally pay people through the revenues of the club I mean, hopefully, you know, like Oprah, because we're, you know, providing, uh, creating content, you know, sure. and just like Oprah show, if it gets picked up on TV or national radio, we sell ads. And, and hopefully, because in theory, each club I run should do anywhere between, you know, depending on capacity. So if it's a smaller capacity, like 800, mm -hmm. we should be able to do like 8 million a year. But then if we have a huge capacity, like 2,500 people, we should be able to do like 30, 35 million. That should be enough to sustain anything that we do. And hopefully advertisers will be, you know, for the, you know, for the media aspect of what we do, hopefully that will be in the hundreds of millions because, you know, Back in the day, one, when one step at a time, though, I don't want to inflate anybody's expectations here, but yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah, do yeah. it. It's, no, but but keep talking, keep talking. I didn't mean to derail you. I want you to. No, no, that's just potential because, like in the old days, I'm not kidding you. General Motors used to spend five hundred million dollars in advertising. So all these companies need, like car companies, clothing companies, they need advertising dollars. That's why you know why is Kylie Jenner a billionaire because of advertising. Mm -hmm. Her content is so great. Just all the Kardashians, they create so much content that everybody advertises with them. And they're able to use that advertising and get part of the profits of other people selling stuff. It's amazing that what they've been able to do. But that said, baby steps. We've, we've, we're going to go from having uh, the baby in the background crying and talking. I know, I know. I can't wait till it grows. <laughs> no, it'll then, it'll, it's eventually going to be a talk show. It's going to be a show where it's like, you know, where it's live studio audience. And I want to get to that point where we can stream the broadcast on YouTube and have call-ins, you know, that's... Yeah, one exactly. But the nice yeah, thing is consistency. We'll use other What's that? Other than, than YouTube as well. You know, oh, like yeah. we'll yeah. use other platforms other than YouTube as well, you know, because F YouTube and Google because of how they're so we could honestly create different platforms and yeah. still go live and, and bypass YouTube as well. Same like Joe Rogan does the same thing. Like he's on YouTube, but you know, he has other channels where he could honestly just get money. Actually, Scott did a pretty good job doing not using YouTube. Yeah. Uh but anyway, it's neither here nor there. Uh, so yeah, I know. Yeah, I know our time is up. But uh, all right, man. But yeah, no, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna pause. I'm, I'm still gonna keep talking to you. But like, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning into the American Maiden Page Show. Just a quick little announcement once again. From August 20th to August 27th, no show because I'm in Vancouver. Got to get some stuff done. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll do one more show tomorrow, and then I will be off for a week. Thanks, guys. Take care.